Welcome, people. We are back. This is Camera Shy episode five, I think it is. Something yeah, like that. You're yeah. Right, yeah. I'm Jacob. I'm Alex. And we're back, just ready to to cut some some what do they say when they're like dancing? What do you say it when you like cut, cut the rug? Bust a move. I thought it was cut the rug. We're gonna cut the rug vocally. Okay. <laughs> sure. That, yeah. yeah, that works. Yeah, it's a thing. Don't we're just gonna go cut with the it. rug. Alrighty. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. So he it's, just woke up. In case you couldn't, I tell. did just wake up, waiting on uh, some coffee. Um, actually, um, but no, it's a good day. It's a Saturday. Uh, it is a, a beautiful morning. Um, I have a wedding to go to today. A wedding. A wedding. Uh, nice. I have lunch with a buddy after this. Nice. Um, it is mm, 10 a.m. 10 a.m. On December 22nd. Christmas is coming. 22nd. Christmas is three days away. It's like the barreling towards us like the Polar Express. This is, this isn't, this is, we, you know what we should title this? What? The Christmas episode. <laughs> I don't feel like it's not even going to be remotely tied to Christmas We have nothing, after, nothing after this. related. Well, we did, we did have uh, Christmas, funny Christmas stories as one of our we topics. Did. I don't um, have any apart from the fact that I've just been ill the last like three yeah. Christmases. Yeah. It's kind of sad, man. So fingers crossed it doesn't happen this time. <laughs> don't I was, jinx I was, it, man. Knock I on was, wood. I know it was, uh, <laughs> I was no joke. In the hospital, like, two days before Christmas last year. Yeah, I remember that. It was bad. Yeah. And I was trying to get engaged, like, the same you were. day. You had a plan, an elaborate plan that fell through because of whatever sickness. you got. So instead, I spent most of my time sitting in my parents' basement watching the Unabomber series on Netflix. The, the Unabomber? What is Un- Sorry, Unabomber. Unabomber, okay. You know, the, the guy that mail bombs to people in, like, the no. late 90s. No. I think it was early 2000s. Mm, yes. No. Yeah. I remember name? this. Anyways. I don't know. It was Psychopath. a good series. Good series. Cool, man. Yeah. Right. I don't I don't have any uh I don't have any funny Christmas stories. I mean, every Christmas my parents, you know, they they'd give me mandarin oranges, which I guess is a tradition. <laughs> I don't know, that's funny to me. I feel like I just insulted you though. <laughs> <laughs> I, I no. <laughs> they it's just give weird. you oranges. No, <laughs> that's not all they give me. But in my stocking, there's that's all you get. There's always like those little cutie, little cutie oranges. Sure, sure. Um, every single Christmas. So whenever I eat a little cutie orange, it reminds me of Christmas. Um, and I was reading a, an article the other day that that essentially, well, I guess I didn't read it. I read the title that said um, <laughs> why why people give mandarin oranges or little cutie oranges on Christmas. And I did not read the article, but I was like, man, this this has got to relate to me, or yeah. at least to my parents. Like, there's got to be some sort of, this like... This is my heritage. You know what I mean? It's my heritage. I didn't read it, but uh, <laughs> I thought that Honest, was interesting. Honesty, yeah. I'm not the only one out there that gets a, a little cutie No, orange. I've heard of it. I've just always thought it was funny, because it's, like, a really sad gift. Yeah. I guess, like, if you, <laughs> like, in olden times, when there wasn't... <laughs> Xbox Ones and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And Orange was a pretty freaking amazing gift. Yeah, now we're privileged. But now we're just a bunch of privileged folk. Yeah. Sad We need to day. go back to that time. We need to go back to that time we where back, we can appreciate an orange. Back to the orange time. I'll tell you what, now that now that I'm married and, and moved out, um, I appreciate an orange because I bought that freaking orange and it's my hard-earned <laughs> money that gave me this food I and nutrition and it feels good orange. to consume that. It's like, mm, feels good. No, but but uh, yeah, Christmas has always been good. Um, this Christmas, you know, we're we're gonna have to try and balance out, you know, uh, my family's Christmas and uh, my wife's family's Christmas. Sure, um, it's gonna be the first time doing that. I know, you know, it's it's a pretty. Com- I mean, obviously, it's a common. I mean, so many. Oh yeah, every married couple has this. Yeah, you know what I mean. So so we'll figure it out. Well, uh, but it, this is the first Christmas. Yeah. Well, I, I, I'm in the same boat yeah. too. And it was interesting. My the last thing before we, we, uh, we scoot along, but, um, my dad said something really poignant to me is that, uh, he was that way, you know, when he got married, you know, <clears throat> he had two families that they had to kind of split their time. They were living in close proximity to both of them. So they kind of felt obligated to, to go to both houses. Yeah. And he told me, he's like, we want you guys to come out. Cause both of our parents live in the same area as well. And he's like, we want you to come out, but I made a promise kind of to myself when I got married and when I had kids, I would never want any of my family members to feel obligated. Like they had to come to me because yeah. it just sucks the 
the joy out of the day. Yeah, exactly. Or, or because if it's like obligation, it makes it stressful mm-hmm. and stuff. And so I, I really took that to heart. We're still going out there because we, we sort of like them, you know. Yeah. It's more like tolerate. You, but, you, you, know, to- you tolerate your You tolerate them. No, we You got to get family. <laughs> no, we love them. But no, so we, uh, it, it was just, it's a good, I think it's a good thing that more people should embrace. Yeah. But it's not like, it's not like obli- obligatory. Obligatory. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's more like you want to, you know, because yeah. I, I would rather FaceTime my family and see that they're relaxed and having a lot of fun mm-hmm. than have them rush and travel to me. You yeah. Know? So anyways, yeah, I feel that. Cool. Feel that. All right, man. Well, we, uh, we're going to talk about one of our favorite things a little bit. Yeah. We're not going to beat the horse, the dead horse too much, but, yeah. uh, no, cameras. because you can never, yeah, you can never beat a, a dead horse. You can never horse. talk about cameras too much. What? I mean, it's, I've found recently <laughs> that I'm just talking way too much about cameras. So this will be like a <laughs> detox for me, and then I'll just never speak of it again. Yeah, yeah. So essentially, this is this is what we're talking about, people. Uh, Jacob, he works for the Clark County Today. He is com. a journalist. Um, it's a strong word, but sure. He is a journalist. <laughs> he takes photos and videos yeah. for the Clark County today. It is amazing. I I've seen, I've seen articles posted on Facebook and online and I was like, Oh, that's interesting. And I started reading it mid scrolling through the article. I see a photo shot by Jacob Grenneman. I go, <laughs> Oh man, this dude, this dude, I'm telling you, Jacob, Jacob is, he's doing a good job. Um, no, but his, his work though, um, Jacob, they just blessed you. They did. It with was an amazing gift. They you did. Ex- we we share just got is? yeah. So we just got um I have the uh, EOS 5D Mark IV with Canon log, mm. and uh, it's a, it's I can't even describe what a blessing it is uh, to tell stories with with this kind of camera. And it's a very new camera system to me. I mean, I'm I'm part of the Canon family. I've shot on Canon cameras for the last several years now, mm-hmm. um, in different capacities, and gotten to learn from people that are a lot better than me. And so it's a it was just such a humbling experience to be like, yeah, we're just gonna bless you with this camera. We're gonna get you the equipment you need to do your job. So I cannot say enough. Thank you so much to um, everyone at ClarkCountyToday.com. They do. They're an amazing family to be a part of. Check us out. Um, it's yeah, a lot, it's a lot of fun. Out. Yeah. Well, S- if you're in Clark which, County, Washington, it's a, it's a great place to get some really, uh, typically positive news. You know, yeah, it's not way like, better than the Colombian. I'm just going to say that. And this is not a sponsored or a, <laughs> this is not a sponsored post. I am not biased. I just really appreciate Jacob Grinneman who works for the Clark County okay, today. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> no, but we, we, it's, it's often very positive. And I end up telling a lot of like human interest stories and we do a lot of it through video. There's probably still like a written component, probably still like, you know, some often a lot of photos, but generally there's going to be a video component. And mm-hmm. that's something that we really try and do um, because we don't have a massive staff. We're not like, you know, covering everything in the world, but we are, we're a sniper rifle. We're getting the specific stories. And yep. so to get this new camera system has been a huge blessing to, to go out and tell stories. We've got a couple of really big ones coming up that we're going to get to use the the new equipment on. So I'm going to pop it out. We're going to just kind of Dude, can I see it. this? Oh, this yeah. is going to be my first time seeing... Oh, I've, I've, I've used a Mark IV before, but this is going to be the first time I've seen Jacob's Mark IV. Well, it looks, it looks like all the other ones. <laughs> there you are, buddy. Wow, this is a beautiful, brand new... Brand new, yeah brand new and and it's a beautiful camera and everybody who's out there that you know shoots canon it's it's a fantastic camera for everything you know it does a lot of things there's a lot of things people don't like about it because it it does have some outdated technology big air quotes on that right but uh the thing that i've noticed about it that's really cool is we got the model that has canon log so uh, i've been just kind of learning about canon log in the last uh, week and a half and I, i got to shoot a video with it and kind of learn how it works Basically, Canon Log is like a, uh, a raw file format for video that Canon has made for their own cameras. I don't think it has any batteries. It does in it. not. Uh, I'm sorry. I was trying to turn around <laughs> and see some of your previous work. Um, but essentially, Canon Log, what it does is it takes uh, it takes the irregular image and it like compresses all the information into a narrower spectrum so that the dynamic range can be bigger. So if the okay. amount of information is compressed smaller, it takes up less space. So the overall space that the information can fill is bigger. So the image you get when you film with Canon Log is really flat. It's very ugly. I mean, for lack of a more eloquent way to put it, it just looks like crap. Sure. But then you put it into post-processing and you have so much more data 
to deal with. So it's like shooting in raw. It's exactly like that. Yeah. I mean, it's not nearly as raw as if you're shooting a raw image. Cause if you shoot a raw image with the Mark four, I mean, you're dealing with essentially a six K image. Yeah. Um, if you shoot in raw in either 4k or, or 1080, um, on the Mark four, you're going to get a image that's, you know, it's, it's still the resolution that you're shooting in. You know, it's not like higher than 1080 or higher than 4k because it's C log or Canon raw or, or Canon log. But, um, it is, there's more information there. And so I actually, uh, there's a gentleman in Australia who, or he's, at least he's Australian. I don't know if he's based in Australia. I forget his name at the moment, but he does these amazing uh, sort of walkthroughs of Canon Log. And so I've been kind of watching those and it's really cool. I mean, it's, it's awesome because, you know, you can, you can like have a, uh, an environment change where like you're doing something that's like really overexposed and then you have like a really well-lit scene and then you change and then in post, you're able to recover all those highlights. You're able to recover all of that detail a lot more easily. Um, and this the level of like tweaking, I guess, that you that you have is, is yeah. significantly higher. So it's it's awesome. I mean, yeah. I I can't just describe it enough. But and then also this is the first full frame system that I've personally Let's had long term. Um, and obviously, I've rented and used other full frame systems. But like to have one basically permanently is huge because I mean, you just never want to go back. I remember I shot on this for like two days and then like a couple days later I had a crop sensor cannon in my hands and yeah. I was like, I'm never like, why would you <laughs> ever do this? So full friend game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> enough, enough with the nerd and out, but yeah, so it's, it's oh, an amazing man. camera. It's, that's amazing. It's all, it does, it does what you need it to do. I'm excited. I'm excited to use it, man. Yeah. Any, seriously, let's it. go out and do something. You know, you know, I actually just, um, well, my wife just bought me, um, uh, I know what it is because we had to make the agreement to to purchase this. Sure. Um, <laughs> now that we're married, <laughs> um, but it is a uh, the GoPro Hero Seven Black. Oh, dude! Um, it is on its way. Nice. It should actually arrive today. Oh, um, I am freaking out a little bit. This thing shoots 240 frames per second. Um, it is, is it 240 frames per second. Is, did I say that right? Yeah, I, 240 frames. My understanding of the seven is that it does 120, 240, and then it does also 4K. It 60. does. It does. It does. Two, it does 240. It does. Yeah, it does 120. Oh, hello. We're gonna push pause for a second because uh, there's a coffee oh, delivery Jacob, coming. Jacob's wonderful. You want to pull that back there for a second? Oh, there we go. Jacob's we wonderful go. wife. Just my in. amazing wife. Amazing. Why don't you wife. hop in on his mic there for a sec? I've got yours. Okay, oh, don't oh, don't steal. Thank you so much. Why don't you say hi real fast? Just hop in on there. Okay, hi. Get closer. Hi. What's your name? Good. My name is Bailey. And you are? Jacob's wife. Jacob's wife. Oh, that was quiet. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much, thank sweetheart. You, yeah, sure, thank you. She is amazing. Black Rock Run. She's amazing. No, I'm good. No? I'm, okay. I'm solid. Cool. Thank you so much. Right. I appreciate yeah. it. So we will thanks. see you soon. We're not cutting this out, by the way. <laughs> okay, thank you. Anyways, though, the Back 7 is amazing. And I, I believe it that you're right. It does – I believe it does um, – I think it's I think it's 1080. Well, that coffee's so good. Yeah? I got tea. It I, does. No, it does. It does, does 1080 and 120, 1080, 240. It does 1080 and 120. That is – that's amazing. It it's does, really helpful. It shoots 240. I, th- I, I can't – Well, well I what's sh- crazy to me is it does 4K60. Okay, so it does 4K60. That is going to be – a professional camera system, so, so when I say that, I mean something beyond your iPhone right. that does 4K60 is really impressive, especially for an action cam like yes. that. And I, if well, I, and expensive too. Oh yeah. Well, but it's not terrible. What was it like? I mean, I mean, here's comfortable. the thing. It's like, it's like 400 thing. bucks or something like so, that. So the GoPro Hero 7 Black, um, and I say I, I emphasize on black because um, there's a white and there's a silver, and the quality diminishes based off of the. Uh, uh, features that they have sure um as you go down the black is is the top the top line one so it has the seven axis stabilization sure um it has uh i, I think you can shoot um live video so you can connect it with like sure. facebook yeah, or something so you can well. you can film it's live. kind of like the the mevo camera that vimeo yeah. owns now yeah, yeah. it's it's insane it has those um but yeah no and the, and the fact that it shoots 60 frames i mean for 400 dollars, a camera that you can pull out of your pocket oh yeah Push one button and you're rolling. Oh, I saw the footage. There was a there was a guy that when it first came out that yeah. did uh, my my dad and my brother and I, my brother and I less so than my dad, but used to do downhill mountain biking mm-hmm. in like Canada and Utah and stuff. Yeah. So we had like an original GoPro like from the day it came out. So like yeah. we had like the old old GoPro, 
And so I remember seeing the first shot when the seven came out a couple weeks, months ago of a guy doing a downhill run at probably, you know, 30 miles an hour down some mm-hmm. crazy slope. And he shot it on like, I think it was like a four or a five or something, some, an older sure, version sure. that did not have stabilization. And I mean, obviously it's just jerking all over the place. makes yeah. you want to kind of throw up. And then he popped the seven on there and I was like, holy crap. I mean, with no gimbal. There's no gimbal, and there was no distortion of the image yeah. either. Like, typically, when there's internal stabilization with that much shaking, I mean, he was, like, you know, going up and down, up and down. Yeah. And down. There's, you can start to see the frame, like, kind of, you get some weird artifacts in the image where the, it's trying to, like, stretch it and compress it to get it to fit, yep. you know? Yeah. Or it's shifting about. it, and you see, like, the, the there's, like, some ripples, and it, I didn't see any of that. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, I'm super stoked. Again, I haven't. I've only. I've used one. My buddy bought one um, two weeks ago, and uh, he let me use it, which was a lot of fun. We nice. just filmed like some Christmas party footage. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, and seeing that footage, plus it has the LCD screen on, it, so you can built in, built in, so yeah. you can you can look at what you're filming That's as opposed so nice. to the, the old GoPro that I have. Where you have no you idea have what session, you're filming, you? yeah, yeah the session you have no idea tough. what you're filming, but it still takes decent footage. Oh, it takes great footage, but yeah. you don't know what you're filming, you right? No Whereas idea. this, you can see what you're filming. Yeah, um, the quality is amazing. Uh, it's very durable. It's 30 feet. Uh, you can go 30 feet down in the water. It's water waterproof. Nice, with um, 100 mile an hour case on so it. So yeah. I believe so. Yeah. So it's so it's it's a pretty hardy camera, um, and for the price, you know, for me it was buy a new camera or which would be, you know, 2000, sure. 1500 or, oh, yeah. or get the GoPro, which is insane footage, um, amazing footage. And, and I can pop it out like that in, in an instant. Right. It's awesome. Um, and be able to get those action shots that I wouldn't be able to get with a DSLR. Sure. Right? Um, well, and so I much still love, oh, it is. And I still love my DSLR and I'm oh, yeah. still going to shoot that for images day and night for images. Um, but for video, I'm probably going to, at least for now, I'm going to be shooting with that and, and I'll come out, I'll come out with a lot, a lot of work and I'll, I'll shoot it out on Instagram and things like that. Yeah. Um, and, and, and YouTube just, to, uh, just trying to get, just try and push work out as much as possible. Sure. Um, now that I'll have easier accessibility to do that. Um, the one thing I'll have to kind of learn how to use is, um, or at least learn, learn how to tweak is the audio because, yeah. um, the GoPro's audio is is very so so sure. in a range of one to ten I'd probably rate it uh maybe a maybe a four maybe five I believe it if that does it have any sort of external audio input capability you see you see I, I'm not 100 percent and I don't think I so. don't think it has a quarter inch I would be surprised or if it did. not quarter eighth inch jack on mm-hmm. it I doubt that mm-hmm. you know what it probably does have though someone might be able to create a wireless input because i believe it it doesn't have bluetooth wi-fi capability already i believe so yeah i mean the old ones do yeah because yeah yeah because you can connect newer tech will still have it facebook connected to your phone all that so i'm wondering if there's a like a compact microphone system at some point that you're going to be able to connect to that that's a good idea though because i mean yeah it is as a vlogging camera or an action camera or just a run and gun, pop it out, or you know any sort of like that. Yeah, it's difficult to uh, to fully capable. I mean, you can you can tweak the audio in After Effects, right? You can you can do that. Sure. Um, and and I've seen it done, and it's 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 good. It's really good. Um, but it's just one more thing you have to do. Yeah. Um, you know when when going into editing. So, um, but I'm I'm super stoked about it. Um, especially since you and I have been doing more video work together. Yeah. It's just one more angle, one more camera to throw in the mix of our oh, shots. Oh, absolutely. Um, and speaking of which, we just shot a Christmas film for we a did, church. Yeah. Um, and that turned out quite well, it I must awesome. say. And and Jacob, I just want to uh say props to you, man. You <laughs> put in the time and work to edit that to a T. You took the critic, and and you went to work, man. Yeah. Um, well, and, hey, I and mean, I applaud you for you, that. You helped on the the editing process. We got to do it. it it's entitled "God with Us." It's just a, kind of a short little piece that we did um, that sort of highlighted, you know, what the really real meaning of Christmas is about. It's like you know, loving the people around you and, and reaching out to the people around you. And uh, I think that's kind of what we did. We we got to reach out to some new friends and. Uh, just connect and, and, and go up to uh, Hood River, Oregon and shoot the thing. And 
it was an awesome day. And uh, shout out to Matt Rich at yeah. City Harvest Church for helping us get all the the uh, the feedback and kind of narrow it down. He's an incredible editor, so uh, it was is a is a pleasure. It was, a, it was an awesome process. I look forward to doing it more. Yeah, yeah, so, that was fun. I mean, it was a hefty rig that we, we had that, that thing. Yeah, yeah, we we had quite the setup. It's we like a we're Mark three with some rocking on Sunny glass, and then we had a DJI follow focus motor on there. And yeah, and follow focus follow focus is a lot of fun. It for is those who for those of you who have not done it or do not know what it is. Um, essentially, a motor um, connects to the uh, the lens, the focus on the lens. There's gears on the lens, um, yeah. and and you connect it to the lens. And while Jacob or I or whoever would be holding the camera uh, setup, um, shoulder mount piece, whatever you want to call it, it was <laughs> the it was rig. The quite quite the rig. Um, it is very difficult to focus to manually focus you had while a seven you are inch moving. Monitor on the back, exactly, yeah. and so and so. So with the seven-inch monitor, it gave the person behind them the ability to see what's being shot, and that person had a uh, was it a wire wirelessly yeah, connected? Yeah, it's, it's basically a uh, it's kind of like a glorified um, RC remote. It operates on a, I believe a twenty-four hertz or twenty-four megahertz frequency, mm-hmm. um, and it's just a, a controller that has a, um, a a stiffened knob, and you're connecting that knob via a, a, a link to a motor that then calibrates uh, between the two diameters of the of the wheels. And then you, when you turn the, the controller knob, it's going to turn the motor knob at the, uh, the equivalent speed to then rack the focus on the lens. I'm, so. I'm just not realizing how nerdy we sound and how probably half hey, of you know, listening have no idea what we're saying. It's, it's, well, it's, it's fun. <laughs> it's fun because uh, it gives you the capability to pick when your camera's in focus. Autofocus is incredible. And that's something that the 5D has that's really uh, exciting. And it has continuous autofocus. Conton- continuous autofocus. I'm but quite jealous. Some of the issues with continuous autofocus um, in the amateur world uh, is that you don't always get to choose when it's going to focus. You can override the autofocus and choose. Yep. But a lot of times when you see videos of folks online when they're even like popping in and out of frame a little bit and the camera is kind of like hunting for the autofocus. It's yep. sort of hunting for where it's going to go. I mean... At this point, if you're shooting on anything less than probably the EOS R that has just an ungodly amount of autofocus points, yeah. you are uh, you're going to struggle to maintain like perfect focus. So with the with the manual kind of old school, just cranking the gears, you're gonna pick. Okay, I want it here, and then I want it here, and then I want it here, and then yeah. I want it to go back to the second one, and then I want it to be at the end. So I mean, like you can't get that with autofocus. You'd no. never be able to yeah. get that. And even if you tried, there's still a larger margin of error there. So yeah, lots of cool fun tech. Yeah. Excited. Yeah. So that, but that was a great shoot. Um, we, we had, oh my gosh, what, two weeks to cop up an idea. Um, well, yeah. you kind of had an idea already. We had an idea. We um, shot it in about a day. And we, then yeah, we, turnaround was about a week later. Yeah. We, we shot everything in a day and we had one week to then produce and, and kick out this video. Um, it was shown at the church, yeah. um, last Sunday. Pretty well received. Uh, I was I was out of town, unfortunately. <laughs> it's um, good reaction. I my, my sister. It was my sister's birthday, and uh, so we were we were hanging out with her. Um, but from what I hear, yeah, Jacob, there, there's a lot of tears, and uh, I mean that's that's amazing. I mean, I I would have loved to see that, especially something that you know we created. Oh yeah, you know it was exciting to 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 then have that effect on people. Yeah, just gives you that momentum to want to push forward and, and, and make the next thing and oh, create yeah. the next thing. You know what I mean? So, um, so that's really awesome. And, and everyone's sharing it on Facebook. So yeah. that's really cool. Um, it I, exciting. did you post that on, I, uh, I just uploaded it to Vimeo. Um, did you post it account. on Facebook first? Because, uh, I don't think, uh, maybe I shared it. I don't, I honestly don't remember. No, okay. I, you know what I think? I think I, uh, I think I shared it on Instagram and it, it oh, got okay, okay. migrated elsewhere, but mm-hmm. no, it was a ton of fun. So mm-hmm. yeah, I look forward to it. Well, let's move along. Shall yeah, we? yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop nerding for yeah. hot, hot minute. <laughs> oh man, what a country we live in! Oh, that we are able to do all this <laughs> stuff, and you know, I I am very 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 happy with where I live. Um, I love America. I love sure. the USA, um, and I will fight for this country to the day I die, one hundred percent. There are decisions and things that are made that I agree with and don't agree with. Um, and that sometimes makes it tough. Um, but again, every country 
has a leader that makes decisions or, you know, comes up with ideas that not everybody agrees with. Sure. Right? Um, so with this, with this whole government shutdown. Impending. Impending. I mean, what is going on? I don't know. I mean, I was thinking about this the other day because it's, you know, there's just such a focus on, I think, conflicting narratives. Hmm. You have the narrative of safety and you have the narrative of inclusion or um, help or aid, you mm-hmm. know, uh, assistance and and, uh, and compassion. And I think that they don't exist exclusively. I think that that's the biggest problem that we have right now is that we see safety and um, protection and independence as completely detached from compassion and outreach and, you know, uh, inclusion. Mm-hmm. And I think that they are mutually connected. I think that they coexist. I don't think that they exist in a vacuum, two different vacuums separate of each other. They, they are completely interconnected. And I think that that's one of the things that fuels a lot of the disagreement and the, uh, the hateful discharge that we have in our, in a lot of discourse online, in person, all over the place. And I feel like we just kind of live in this like roller coaster sign function of, okay, things are kind of died down. Okay. Things are back up again, died down. And we really just need to realize that we need to have respectful conversations and we need to, uh, just respect the ideas that are being put forth by every party mm-hmm. as obviously as long as they're not absurd and violent. Right. Um, and so I think that, uh, I think that that's a big thing for me. I mean, I, I, a couple of weeks ago I had, I was working from home one day and I was just doing some shorter stories and editing some photos and stuff. And I just had CNN on because I mean, there was a lot of stuff going on and I just, I rarely, rarely, I think that's the first time I watched the news like continuously for more than like 20 minutes and like probably, a year. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I read news and I'll check up and I, I love the, the news apps that kind of sometimes it's just so negative, but you know, and it, it's so hard to just sit it and is watch negative negativity, and, negativity. It wasn't, and it wasn't super negative that day. I mean, there were a lot of negative things going on. There was, uh, the issues in, uh, the UK mm-hmm. with, uh, uh, basically they attempted to the equivalent of impeaching of their prime minister. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not succeed. Their prime minister is still in, in control. Um, because of some disagreements over Brexit. Uh, and then there was everything going on with uh, Cohen and the trial. Um, and so it was just an incredibly uh, diverse sort of uh, group. And then when the Kavanaugh hearings happened earlier this year, I think I watched those uh, from a live stream on the Times. So Yeah, I remember watching those. Yeah, so there was just – there's been a lot of, of negativity. But it didn't feel negative in the sense of like, oh, everyone's dying. We're all screwed. It didn't yeah. feel like that as much as it just felt like – man, like no one understands anyone and everyone's willing to just jump to level 11 and just go off half cocked without any sort of speculation or sorry, with, with too much speculation and with not enough, uh, like thought, I guess for, you know, Because, I mean, one of the things that I've been reminded of most of my life is uh, when you have heightened emotions, you have lowered reasoning. And I think that that is the diagnosis of most of our country today is that we have heightened emotions. And so no one allows themselves to calm down and think about the the issue at hand uh, sort of detached. They just think about it within the emotions. And so then the reasoning just goes through the floor. And it just, you know, there is no reasoning. And it becomes these yelling matches, these, you know you know, bantering, these frustrated banters on social media, just arguments, arguments. And so I don't know. I, I think that I just wanted to touch on this because I, I want to remind everyone it's Christmas time. And I think it's a poignant time of the end of this year to remind mm-hmm. folks we are fortunate. We are blessed. Um, and we have a lot of things, as cliche as it may sound, to be grateful and thankful for and accept with humility. Yeah. And I think that that attitude, if it were to bleed more into our daily conversations, our daily interactions, and the interactions of everyone who's in power, who's just a citizen, whatever, it would would dramatically change the way that we have discourse and that we have uh, we do business as yeah. a country. So yeah. I don't, that's just my view as a 
dorky young person living in the Washington state. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I it's, know. it's crazy. I, uh, uh, you know, with the whole market doing everything that it's doing, you know, I work, I work with an investment firm yeah. and, uh, you know, so I get, I get info coming in left and right. Um, but the market right now isn't doing so hot and no. I'm sure most people have, have, have noticed, um, and you know that they call it a correction. They don't call it you know going a crisis. Into a, yeah. They don't call it into, going into a, a bear market, right? Um, which is which is not what we want. But um, you know, the the thought is 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 well, what's causing the correction? Um, is and and then is this government shutdown having having anything to do with that? Sure. Um, you know, and if that's the case, we need to get our ish together. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Because because I'm getting sick and tired of of this whole government. Oh, we're gonna shut down. It's, you know, is it a PR stunt? Is it is it just? I don't know. What what's going on here? I feel like it's kind of just a mutual. You know, it's, it's the United States of America and the government shutting down. What a joke! And this is uh, the second time you know it's I mean? happened in my life, and I'm in like the last two years. We're both young. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't have a, uh, I don't want to speak uh, uneducatedly, so I don't, I don't know how many times the government has shut down in its history. I'm right. sure it's uh, more numerous than we might think. Right. But still, I don't feel like in my, you know, in what I've learned, I'm fairly recent out of school. I had to take a decent amount of history, mm -hmm. obviously a decent amount of U.S. Um, and and uh, applied history for the United States. I don't really recall learning about the government shutting down right. like every two years, every three years, every, yeah. you know, whatever it was. But that's kind of what it feels like right now. Um, I mean, I think this is the second or third time. I, I know it's at least the second time. I'm not sure if it's the third time that it's happened in my lifetime. Uh, it may have happened before my memory. But anyways, I don't know. I just I think we just need to, to change our perspectives. And obviously we can't uh, change everything because uh, – you know, you can complain all you want. It's not necessarily going to change the minds of other people. I think instead of complaining, we just need to voice that this is unhealthy. Maybe the alternative is not a perfect desired alternative, um, but I still think it's probably a better alternative than just shutting down, which is essentially, I mean, in my mind, it feels like committing a sort of a uh, governmental suicide. You know, you're just like, well... I won't get my way, so I'm jumping off the bridge, and yeah. you're all coming with me. Yeah. You know, I I don't know. I just yeah. feel like that's kind of the attitude on both sides. But, anyways, we're blessed, and I think we need to <laughs> we need to think about that. We need to think about you know, the it's human beings around you, the people you know. that you can impact, the people that are walking down the street that you can you know you can smile at, you can you can welcome them, you can tell them, hey, you know, have a great day. You're amazing. You know, yeah, absolutely. Sort of thing, so. I mean, speaking speaking on that, I'm uh, right after this. I'm going to um, uh, kind of like a late breakfast, early lunch-ish, coffee, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> hangout <laughs> Second thing. breakfast. Um, with, with a buddy who uh, we just, we met this year, um, gosh, maybe maybe five months ago or so. Yeah. Um, we've hung out a few times, not, not really a whole lot, um, but I want to start being more intentional um, because I value relationships. Um, and I think, I think really honestly, if I'm being, if I'm being, you know, honest with you, if I, honestly, if I'm being honest with you, whatever the <laughs> heck I'm saying, um, I think relationships and building relationships, um, is very, um, undervalued, yeah. um, in today's society. I don't think enough people realize the weight of building a, a relationship with somebody, um, what that can add to them, what that can add to the other person. Sure. Um, it really doesn't take a whole lot of commitment, yeah. but it takes being genuine. It takes being, um, present, um, and really honestly wanting to just stretch a hand out in a friendly manner. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's kind of what I see with, with this friend that I'm going to get coffee with is we've hung out a, a couple times, not really a whole lot, but but, you know, it's so important to just catch up a little bit, to reach out, to reconnect. Um, I mean, I, I always go back to when I talk about like building a relationship and how that can evolve into something greater. I always go back to kind of like the, uh, 
the the first not I don't even it's not really the first but the most memorable impactful um, new friendship I made um, in the last two and a half three years um, and that was uh, when I went to the Grand Canyon or I went to uh, California with my family um, yeah and I had met these uh, these people in uh, a line in front of me at uh, Cars Ride yeah. um, in Disneyland. And uh, I ended up connecting with them, hit it off pretty well, um, went back home, really wanted to go to the Grand Canyon, reached back, which reached back out because they live in California, right? Sure. Reached back out to them because we ex- exchanged numbers. Um, and I was like, hey, I want to I go to the Grand Canyon. Sure. I have nobody up here to go with. What do you guys think? And and they were like, yeah, we're, we're game. If you just, you fly down here, we'll pick you up and we can road trip there. Um, and that's what we did. And, and I had no idea in, in that, that this small, just like, just me, just me talking to them. Like literally I, in that moment of like in, being in the line of the cars, ride, I was like, I kind of want to just be friendly. I kind of just want to say hi, even if this doesn't go anywhere. Sure. You know, even if this just ends the second they go on the ride, I go on the ride, we never see each other. I don't care. Yeah. I just wanted to start being more intentional with the people that I talk to, strangers. Sure. Um, you know, acquaintances. And so so we had ended up connecting, went to the Grand Canyon, came back. Um, they came up and visited me, met my family. I went back down there, visited them again. Then they came back up here, visited me. Then they came back up here for my wedding. Um these these people are now amazing friends of mine yeah. and play a huge part in my life and have impacted me in such a way that I didn't even know um, was there. And it kind of opened my eyes to, to see, you know, it just takes a small hello to yeah. to start potentially the greatest friendship, right? It just takes a small. It sounds really cheesy. I, I was playing a, a video game the other day. Uh, I was playing like an online online game. Uh, so sp- I'm just gonna say I was playing Fortnite. <laughs> Confessions. <laughs> I was playing Fortnite, and you you load into like a game. If you're playing like there's like you can play solo by yourself. You can play duo, which is with two people, or you can play squad, which is with four. Sure. So I hopped in just like a random duo game where I would just get paired up with some random kid playing wherever the Hell, he's sitting playing somewhere his in game. the world, and I'm sitting there, and and neither of us are saying anything. I assume he doesn't have a, a you know a headset or microphone talk, so I don't say anything. And then, and then I made one comment, kind of talking to myself, and he responded, and I was like, "Whoa, you what? You have a mic? I didn't, I didn't even know." <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah, man, it just takes a simple hello. It's not that hard." And I was like, that that rando kid who I'm playing with says says to me, it's you know, it's not that hard to just say hi to start a conversation. Yeah. I, I assumed he wasn't even there, didn't even didn't even want to talk. Yeah. And, and, he, and 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 he just says, It's not that hard to just say hello. Yeah. That hit me like a brick, dude. Yeah. When I heard that, I was like, oh my shook. I was shook. <laughs> I was straight shook. And I was like, why am I not implementing this in my in my life? Why why do I, why do I why am I so scared of just saying hi to to, to the receptionist at, at my work? You know, yeah. when I walk past them, you know, sure. why why am I like, oh, I don't I don't know what if I say something they're gonna think I'm weird? Who the frick cares? Say hi, dude. You know, it may it may make their day. Maybe no one's talking to them. Yeah. Right. Um. You know, walking down the street and passing just just passing by somebody, just saying like you know, good morning or afternoon or, you know, whatever yeah. it is, like, it's not that hard. It's and not. it may strike up a conversation that may then evolve into a great a friendship, friendship, you know, and, and that's really, you know, my biggest thing is like relationships are undervalued and underrated. And I don't feel like enough people really pursue other people yeah. near as much as we really should be sure. as, as human beings. Yeah. Um, we, we cower away into our little, little houses or little corners because we're too scared to, to branch out. And for what, yeah. why, you know, there's no reason. Yeah. And, and so, um, that's just my thing, man. And, and I mean, even like a buddy of mine, uh, another short story, a buddy of mine, I, uh, I'm really great friends with now. Um, 
we had met in college uh, playing basketball at our community college. Sure. Um, had kind of connected a little bit, branched off, didn't really see each other since. This was like my junior year in high school because I was doing the running start. And uh, and then, you know, we're friends on Facebook and I see him post something on Facebook. Oh, yeah, you know, going to Palmer, Alaska my with my fiance to meet, you know, meet her family, stay with her family. And I'm like, okay, this is weird because I am also going to Palmer, Alaska with my fiance to <laughs> have her meet my family. Palmer, Alaska is not a very big area. I've never heard of it. Okay, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so so coincidence? I think not. So we're, we're there. I reach out and I say, hey, man, super weird. I know we haven't talked in years, but I'm also here with my fiance. Would you guys want to grab, you know, dinner? Yeah. They go, yeah, sure. Let's do that. Grab dinner. We end up hitting it off like amazing. That's awesome. Come back to this. Come back. I say the States because Alaska really isn't a state. It's a country far <laughs> off north somewhere. It's its own country. We come back to the States and uh, we both, we and, and, and surprisingly enough, we live like fifth, not even 15 minutes from each other wow. in Washington. We reconnected in this random town in Alaska. We come back and I was like, Hey, like, let's actually reconnect. Like, let's actually continue this friendship that we started. Yeah. Um, we started hanging out. Our wives are now great friends. Nice. Him and I are great friends. It's just, it's so random, but so just intentional. Intentional. And, and, and it took being intentional to build that. Right. Yeah. So, man, it's. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I think it. That's the whole thing about it. I, I, my wife and I got to hang out with some some newer friends last night. We actually saw each other mm. at the restaurant. That was funny. We did. Yeah. I was with I was with some out of town friends, and uh, you guys happened to show up. That was crazy. <laughs> yeah, we we were there, and it's just like uh, we had kind of known them, but we were just getting to know them better. And uh, it's funny when we were leaving. Uh, the guy um, he mentions to me, he's like he's like you know there's always that awkward moment when you like go out to, to dinner with some other couple for like the first time you're like you're always like a little worried you know like are we gonna connect is like anything yeah. that is gonna be weird yeah. you know like you're like what's gonna happen and we just were made a, a tremendous connection and it That's was amazing it was awesome because i think that it's so easy in our society to just write people off yep. as other animals walking down the road, yep. you know, like, Oh, they're just, there's another person, you know, yep. and, or, or even in our circles of people we interact with, Oh, there's just, that's Jim, you know, I, right. see, I see Jim every Monday, but I just always wave at him and that's about it. That's our, that's the extent of Jim and I's relationship. <laughs> it's just a wave. There's nothing else. It's yeah. just a wave. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe like ask Jim what he's doing this weekend, you know, like, you know, engage with people. And I think that it's the intentionality that it really fosters new friendships. And it is scary because there is that moment where you're like, oh my gosh, what if they're into voodoo? And <laughs> right. You have no idea. You got to go out on a limb here and be yeah. like, uh, yeah, you want to get dinner? But if you never do that, I think you're just going to become this recluse. And that actually kind of leads me to the last thing I thought of. Um, I don't know if you've read or listened to or seen Ready Player One. Oh, yeah. So I Amazing. I um I listened to most of the audiobook when I was in high school. Then I read the book in college, and now I'm listening to the audiobook again and I recently just saw the movie finally. I rented it the other day. Oh, did you? Yeah. And Come uh, over, I own it. The movie's <laughs> yeah, I, I own it now too. Okay, there you go. Uh, the movie's the movie's great. It's far different from the novel. Yeah. But one of the things that I really appreciated about it is it's this crazy story, and I won't ruin it, but essentially, you know, everybody's kind of just retreated into this world of virtual reality. And at the end of the movie and the book, they kind of just decide to, you know, be intentional about, yeah, this is a really cool world that we've created, and it's virtual, and it's amazing, and you can be whatever you want to be, and all that stuff. But people still exist. Yeah. And you still exist in the world that they exist in. Right. And if you never engage with them, you never really exist. Yeah. And I think that that's so telling with friendships, mm -hmm. with our, you know, our country, even for us with cameras and stuff, you know, you can get so absorbed in capturing images and capturing the moment that you never spend time in the moment. It's the age old, you know, complaint. Yeah. So I think that uh, 
go see or read Ready Player One. It's a really amazing book. It's awesome 80s treasure trove of lore. It's amazing. Ernest Klein oh was actually gosh. at my college. While I was there, he gave a talk, and no I was going to go, way. and I had to go take a test. I didn't get to see him. Uh, but yeah, it's amazing. But uh, but yeah, you know, engage with people. Yeah. Engage with that weird friend or that that uh, sort of annoying weird that weird friend or that annoying family member this Christmas. You know, yeah. take a chance on him. Follow Abba and just take a chance. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You didn't it's laugh. Good. It's okay. No, I didn't. <laughs> take a I, chance. I, take I, a chance. Take a chance. Oh, take a chance. there you go. Come on, baby. Oh, I, I didn't get your reference. Anyways, until just now. anyways, no. So I think that it's just uh, it's really telling that you know we need to be intentional and it's hard, but yeah, it's worth it. But it's important. Yeah. So. All right. We'll go. All right. Last thing. Couple of movie recommendations. Mm. You got to think for a sec. I'm going to go. Uh, obviously, I just said Ready Player One. I thought yeah. it was good. It was a good standalone movie. The effects in it were amazing. Um, it's kind of old at this point, so I don't, I'm just recommending it now. But okay. I thought it was really good. Uh, Ernest Klein still wrote it. I personally now, though, thinking back, don't. I think Steven Spielberg should not have directed it. Because he flat out took every reference of himself or anything he had ever worked on kind of out of the movie. Mm. I think that kind of ruined it a little bit. I love Spielberg, but I was like, dude, don't direct it if you're going to like suck yourself out of it. So anyways, second one, I went and saw Mortal Engines. Okay, dang it. That was mine. Oh, it's okay. It'll just be our last one. We'll just talk about that. It'll be done. So good. Oh, did you saw it? Oh my gosh. Okay. So I saw the trailer to Mortal Engines and there's like no dialogue you barely even see a person. It's just a lot of insane effects. And yeah. I mean, I, we're not spoiling anything. The the Basically, the, the premise of the story is that all these cities in the world are like, they move. They're like these giant machines. They're almost like, they're almost like traction countries. cities. Yeah, they're, well, they are. They're country cities because like London is yeah. like one of the cities. And, and it's giant. It's, it's massive. Huge. Very like steampunk Very kind steampunk. of. Very steampunk. Yeah. So anyways, uh, it's from the same writing team as Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. So it's, uh, I believe it's uh, Albin Boyega, maybe, and then uh, Fran Walsh and obviously Peter Jackson. Well, that's what got my attention. Well, Peter Jackson did not direct it. Okay. Some guy named Christian something or other directed it. Um, he kind of got washed out in the the hype of like, from the makers of Lord of the Rings. Like he just, like, like his name was never mentioned. I think he's kind of a newbie, but he did a great job. Uh it's the writing team and the the product the produce the producers are all from uh, Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit. But uh, yeah, it was yeah. incredible. Uh, a New Zealand film still. The cinematographer, the oh, DP, was a New Zealand no uh, is a New Zealand photographer cinematographer and uh, uh, of course uh, good old Hugo Weaving mm-hmm. came back. I loved the beard. Hugo Weaving's rocking a beard. If you have a thing for Hugo Weaving, go and see this movie because he has a beard. It just Man, makes it that better. Guy, he kills it. He does every movie he's in. So what I want to know what before we go, what were your initial thoughts when you saw it? Because I, okay, going, I went before, into it. Going into it, going into it. I thought it was going to be terrible going into going it. Going into it, my thought was, okay, made from the you know the, the, the creators of Lord of the Rings. That's a, right? that's a uptick. So initially, Thumbs I'm like, up. I'm okay, this is going to be good. And then, and then on top of that, I was like kind of honestly done with the live action remakes of every movie ever. Yes. And I, I, needed, Thank you. I needed a something refresher. Something fresh. I needed something that was new, something that I would thoroughly enjoy yeah um and that would kind of kind of when, okay when i go see a movie i i love the factor that y- you get you're sucked into it so much so that when it ends you forget where you are yeah that's why i love going to the movie theater that happened to me my wife doesn't get it okay that happened to me in ireland i actually okay, i was I, saw a movie in ireland i forgot i was in ireland yeah i love it so so I, I want I knew that when I when if I go see this movie, I'm going to be sucked into a steampunk world. Yeah. That I'm just gonna be so infatuated with because it's gonna be so new infatuated. and so fresh. Yeah, yeah. That it's just gonna be amazing. And the I'm gonna effects be sitting were, there. I'm gonna were be beyond there amazing. My thing is I never read the book and so I had, I never did I either. I didn't know it was a book. Up, I, yeah, I, I neither did I. So I, I wanna read it now though. <laughs> I had nothing leading up to it for me to be like, okay, I'm expecting this and this is what I want. So all, all I knew, and, and the cool part about that is I knew that all I'm going to expect is something amazing that's yeah. going to wow me. And when it's over, I can sit there going, wow. See, I went and saw it because I saw the trailer and I was like, okay, there's like no dialogue. I was like, I don't, I think I was one of those movies where I'm like, I think there's going to be like no character development. Yeah. It's just going to be incredible state-of-the-art effects and that's it. And yeah. I was like, I'm okay with that. Right, exactly. Because all I do all day is like try and learn about and get better at making film. 
And so I'm like, I don't want something that's going to like bother me. Like I have to like, oh, look at how cool that is. And I'm just like, oh, look just how amazing this is. You know, it's not pay attention to it. Well, we get there. I actually watched the second trailer that isn't aired on TV. And there's way more character development. They actually like show you the characters. They actually talk in the trailer. It's not just like, you know, like there's not, there's actually like, you know, characters in it. But um, yeah, I I was blown away. I thought it was amazing. It's a really unique movie. Uh, when I finished watching it, I was like, this has to be based on a book. There's yeah. just no way you can oh, have that 100%. kind of story and not yeah. be based on a book. It felt original. There's elements Very of it that so. are like kind of reoccurring. It had sort of a Mad Max vibe at times. It was like, it was like you take Mad Max, Mad Max meets, oh my gosh, what did I compare it to? I don't know. When I saw the trailer, I thought it looked like uh, Sky Commander and okay, the it was like, it was World like, of Tomorrow, that for weird me, movie. For me, it was like Mad Max meets Treasure Planet. Yes, I I could see that. I mean, obviously it's not an animation, but no, still. right, it's not an animation, yeah, but yeah. it's like kind of like that vibe, that feel. I mean, of the, Treasure Planet. The villainous character was great. That like secondary villainous character. He's in the trailer, so we won't ruin it. But the guy with the green eyes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, dude, that was genuinely creeped me out. Like, I, scared me. That freaked me out. I thought that the scene in, the, you know, the one I'm talking about yeah, yeah. was a little cliche. Oh, yeah. But still, I mean... You know the scene I'm talking about. Yeah. It was a unique character, though. It was. That wasn't something that I was expecting. I thought, when I saw the trailer, that that character was going to be like, you know... Yeah. Something completely different than yeah. what it was. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. It's a fantastic movie. Mortal Engines. Go check it out. Go check it uh, out, guys. It's My homie, watch. Peter Jackson. I've never met him. But my homie, He's Peter amazing. That to guy's... be able to say my homie, Peter Jackson. Oh, yeah. No, I've oh, been man. following him forever. So, anyways. All right, folks. Well, we went a little long, but uh, I think we covered just about everything. That we so, want to talk about. Oh, yeah. No, this is, this is awesome. I think we just really need to commit to doing this more regularly. We do. Um, and, and I think we can get some people interested. Um friends family uh, random strangers in what was it pa- pa- paladin alaska pa- palmer palmer alaska paladin. people in palmer alaska <laughs> um anyways oh, well man. thank you all for listening so much yeah. uh, wherever this is posted give it a listen and a comment to let us know what you think about it terrible good somewhere in between and whatever if you're you interested in being on the show yes, let us know if let you're us know we have connect. we have kind of a not not really a lineup um but we do have a few people that are, are wanting to be on the show, and so we're trying to squeeze them in, but we're taking really more guests, so... Yeah, um, we want to do more. Yeah, but we want to do more. If you're interesting and have a cool story... <laughs> Only if you're interesting. Only if you're not interesting. <laughs> if you're lame, bother. don't talk to don't us. Need, don't talk to us. That's so <laughs> no, bad. you're all amazing. All right, folks, well, thank you so much. And uh, Alex and I here in the Couve, wishing you and yours a very Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and Happy New Year. Yeah. Take us home. Merry Christmas, guys. Have a good one. Stay sweet.